welcome to the Blessed Mama podcast. I am Candice, your host, a very blessed mama. All right, mamas, this is my first, no, this is my second week back. I took way too much time off, but last episode I said I'm back and guess what? I'm staying. So, um, I was actually on the phone this morning with a friend and I was telling her, you know, I really want to record a podcast today, but I don't really have anything specifically that I have to talk about. And, um, um, we were kind of just, we were just talking, um, just chatting. And at one point in our conversation, I had brought up like trying to make friends as an adult um, and as a mom and she, we, we were talking about it and she was like, oh my gosh, you have to talk about this on your podcast today because, um, as an adult, making new friends is so hard. Um, and it's like comical. So I thought, you know what? That's actually a really good topic. So I'm not as prepared as I'd like to be, but hey, this podcast is kind of just all about chit-chatting, so that's what I'm going to do. So, we talked about this previously on other episodes, about how my, you know, I've always kind of said like, oh, you know, I have friends, but I don't have this like, these like magical storybook friendships. I don't have these like Instagram friendships where like, women used to go on like weekend trips with their girlfriends and like big groups of women and whatnot. And my husband had always kind of said, yeah, but once we have kids, like you're going to meet moms and, you know, once we have kids, you know, sports and all this stuff. And then (laughs) 2020 happened, dun, dun, dun. And nobody could, you know, go out, um, or, you know, be social. So this first year of motherhood, when I thought I was going to make all these friends, I obviously did not. (laughs) Um, So that's kind of like a little backstory. Um, But on one of my very first episodes, I had mentioned (laughs) that I went to the beach with my mom and my son and I met a mom. And it was just so nice to like chit chat with another mom because this was in, I believe, June. So... March, April, May, June. This was about three months in, right? Um, and maybe, maybe July. It was maybe July. So we were still, you know, in this whole like coronavirus world, whatever. So, and anyway, I met this mom and we were chit chatting and, um, I was watching, or actually, okay, so we got to the beach, we set up, and she was to, like, the left of us with her husband and her little boy, and I remember looking over at her and thinking, oh my gosh, I wonder how old her little boy is, because I kind of, I wanted to know, <laughs> I wanted to know, like, where he was in regards to my son, so that I could kind of, like, I don't know, see a little bit into the future, <laughs> um, and her son ended up being, I think, nine months older than my son. I believe it was about nine months, maybe 10. And so anyway, we went down to the water and at one point we finally started chit-chatting. She actually came up to me because I was too chicken (laughs) and we were just talking about being moms and then her husband had come back. I think he brought, went to go get lunch or something. And so she went up and then I was just, you know, we were just both living separate lives at the beach and she had kind of like, um, I was going to 
<laughs> I just, I was just gonna say she hollered over at me. Hollered. I don't really ever say that, but that's kind of funny. She, <laughs> she kind of hollered over. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of hollered. Um, she kind of like, I don't know, she didn't yell, but she had asked me a question from her little like, I don't know, beach setup. And I have no idea what she asked me, but I remember the whole time thinking, gosh, I should like try to get like, I don't know, it would be cool if we could hang out, whatever. Like, I really enjoyed talking to her at the water. Like, should I try to go talk to her again? Like, it was just super awkward. And I was super awkward because I all of a sudden didn't know how to like communicate with somebody <laughs> or like strike up a conversation. It was really weird because I felt like, okay, she's here at the beach with her husband and her baby or little boy. And I don't want to like invade her personal space, but you know, I wonder where she lives, whatever. And <laughs> so anyway, I kind of just don't do anything. I don't say anything. We, we end up eating and, um, my son fell asleep on me. And so I'm just sitting there and we're just playing whatever totally whatever. Anyway, they're finally packing up to go and I'm thinking, gosh, I should just like, I think my mom even had suggested go talk to her, ask her for her number or whatever. And I didn't do anything. <laughs> it just felt so weird. Anyway, as they were leaving, she like finally came over to me and was like, um, Hey, we, I would love to like get together with you. If you're interested, like, can I give you my number? or something along those lines. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> and I just felt so silly. It was like, why does making friends as an adult feel like you're asking somebody out to like go on a date? I mean, I guess it kind of is. It kind of is like asking someone out on a date, but like, why does it feel like you're asking somebody to be like your boyfriend or girlfriend? Like, why do we revert back to middle schoolers? Or at least I do. I don't know. Do you? Because it, it just, I, I make, I don't know, I feel so uncomfortable. It's weird. So long story short, it's now March and we're still friends. Like we became friends. Um, I'm so happy. Like I think that was truly just like a God thing. Um, me <laughs> running into her at the beach and being like picking a spot right next to her. Um, I just, I don't know. I just truly think it was like a God thing and I'm so glad it happened because she's a, she's now my friend. Um, and the, um, but what I was telling my friend on the phone this morning is I was saying, yeah, I was at the park last week and I met this mom. She had two little kids and her son was like four days older than my son. And I so badly like wanted to like talk to her and connect with her. But I felt like I was like being <laughs> too, um, like, I don't know, intrusive almost. Like I, I was asking her questions about her son and like just, you know, normal mom questions. And her daughter was adorable. Her daughter was a little older, but I so badly because I've never met a little boy or just a child in general that's so close in age to my son and I got so excited and I so badly wanted to ask like her like to hang out again and I I did not do it like I totally didn't do it I just I totally I don't know it's I don't know I just turned into like a middle schooler and I was like uh okay well we have to go now and we left but I thought I would seem like such a creep so I didn't do it 
and now I don't know I just feel like such a weirdo I'm like gosh I could have made a friend <laughs> but I didn't say I don't know I just like okay so moms I'm like obviously at a loss for words right now what am I supposed to do in a situation like this? What do you do? Like, as adults, how do we make friends? And all adults, but specifically right now, moms. Like, I'm a mom of a little boy. How do I make friends? Because I thought that I would be going to play dates this year. I would be going to, um, obviously, the like, I do go to the park, but I don't go, like, a like a crazy amount. Um, and I thought I would be going to the library like once a week for story time and like, um, I don't know, like swimming lessons. Like I was looking into the, um, the ISR swimming lessons and just different things, you know, and I haven't done any of those. I thought, I just thought I would be doing so many social activities. Like I thought I would just be like crazy busy with social activities. Um, like, the city, um, I'm pretty sure they used to offer, like, you know, like, toddler, like, craft things, and anyway, I don't do anything, (laughs) like, we go to the park, we go for walks a lot, but, like, we're not really, um, like, interacting with other people that much, I mean, that sounds like I'm a, that, like, I'm a hermit, and I don't ever leave the house, that's not true, (laughs) um, like, my friend that I met at the beach, like, she and I, like, get together, um, lately it's been weekly, actually, um, but we get together a lot, so it's not like we don't ever hang out with people, but it would just be nice to, like, have more mom friends, I don't know, I feel like I'm totally rambling, anyway, moms, what do I do, (laughs) how do I not make it so awkward, and how do I not, like, seem like I'm a 12-year-old girl, who is like trying to get a date to like a dance or like I don't know. So Firefly Lane. Um, so I watched the whole show on Netflix and it was not enough. Like I'm like dying. Like why aren't okay, well if you haven't seen it, spoiler spoiler alert, don't listen. <laughs> um because at the end of the series, Kate and Tully are not talking, but we don't know why they're not talking. Um well, I listened to the book. Like, I listened, I listened to the whole entire book. And, again, spoiler alert, do not listen if you don't want, like, any information. Like, stop listening right now. But I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> so, the book is so different. It's so different. It's so much better. I know books are always like that. Like, I remember freshman year in high school reading A Walk to Remember, like, multiple times and I could not wait for the movie to come out. And then they took away, like in the movie, it didn't have the best parts, like that were in the book. And that it's just I hate that they do that. I don't know why they do that because they totally <laughs> changed this book. Um, like, um, on the show, Kate. First of all, there was like no, like I feel like every Netflix show has to have like a gay storyline or a homosexual storyline, and I don't understand that, because, I mean, I, I've worked with gay people, or, or homosexual people, I have nothing against them, like, some of the funniest, nicest people, like, I've ever met, or worked with, like, they made work so much fun, 
Um, but like, there are not that many gay people like in the world to justify having them on a TV show, like on every single TV show. That's just my opinion. I have nothing against gay people specifically. I just don't understand why Netflix has to have a gay storyline on every single show. Is this going to get me canceled? Probably. Come at me. Like, I don't, I can have an opinion. So I'm kind of, I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Book had no homosexual anything. There was no gay storyline, nothing. So they added that. And um, Johnny, Kate's husband, in the book, he was just so different. He still was not a great husband, in my opinion. But he totally loved Kate. Like, he totally loved Kate. They don't get separated in the book. So I don't know why that whole thing happened. And Kate actually had three kids in the book. So that was a huge difference. And Tolly was actually a journalist in the book. So she, like, legit was, like, a real, like, reporter. She eventually did have the TV show, but, like, she traveled the world. So that was a huge difference. Um, Tolly was just, like, very lonely, very sad. She wasn't, like, slutty in the book. Not like she was on the TV show. Um, Tolly doesn't have a miscarriage. Tolly doesn't get married in the book. Kate actually has a miscarriage. Um, Johnny does go overseas, but it's when Mora is really young. He does get very hurt. And Tolly does betray Kate, um, at a point in the book. So I thought, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you how she betrayed her because I don't know if they're going to follow that. So she betrays her two major times in the book in my opinion. Kate forgives her like immediately the first time and the second time she does not forgive her right away. Um, so I don't want to give away that because I don't know if they're gonna like take that from the book and carry it on into the show if they even have another season. And I'm not going to tell you how it ends specifically because I don't know if they're going to use that either. Um, all that to say the book's way better. (laughs) So when I used to work, I would always pray on the way to work and all the way home from work. Like I, it was just like kind of like my prayer time, um, because like I could kind of quiet my mind, you know, like doing like driving is not a, by no means should driving be a meaningless task, but I was just always able to like really kind of focus on my prayers when driving. I don't do it anymore because I'm I never really drive, but. Um, anyway, that was kind of my prayer time. So I remember driving home from work one day and just kind of praying about friendship and praying about relationships, specifically with women in my life. And I remember kind of just thinking like, are friends even necessary? Like, do I even need friends or like, like, what's the point, you know? And I think I've said this on an episode before. I don't. I'm not the kind of person that is like, oh yeah, God spoke to me. Like, oh, I heard him speak to me. Like, oh, I heard this. Oh, you know, I don't hear God. I don't feel like I hear God. Um, but I remember driving home that day specifically, like having this conversation and just like all of a sudden in my mind, I was like, yes, friendship is necessary look at David and Jonathan. 
And maybe that is how God speaks to me, but I mean, I don't hear his voice and I just like thoughts kind of just pop into my head. So I guess maybe that's how I hear him. And I, I remember just kind of sitting on that and being like, oh yeah, like, yeah, it's so true. Like, why would that be in the Bible? Why would that friendship and that bond be documented? You know, why would it, why, if it didn't mean anything? And so I remember kind of just just thinking about the relationship that Jonathan and David had. Um, and just thinking, you know, friendship must be necessary because they, they loved each other. Like they loved each other on another level. And, you know, some people say like, oh, friendship is, is you choosing who you want in your family and, you know, different things like that. Like, um, oh, friends are just people that you choose to have in your life or, you know, you can't choose your family, but you can choose your friends, things like that. Um, so (laughs) I remember thinking about that and it just like really, um, it really, um, just kind of like hit me hard. And I was like, you know what? Friendship is necessary. (laughs) And I remember reading after that at one point, it was something along the lines of like the first problem in the world was it wasn't sin but it was solitude and I I read that online somewhere and I remember thinking oh my gosh like that's pretty much like in that um in Genesis gosh Genesis 2 I believe um it's God makes a statement um it is not good that man should be alone Yes, Genesis 2.18. I just looked it up. Genesis 2.18, it is not good that man should be alone. So that doesn't mean specifically like, you know, just he needed Eve, which obviously he needed Eve to like create more people, but it was the solitude. It was being lonely that wasn't good. And sometimes... I think it's just so easy to, well, I think relationships are really hard. First of all, relationships are super, super hard. Family relationships are hard. Marriage or, um, like intimate, not intimate, emotional relationships. I don't know. (laughs) Significant other relationships, like your husband, your wife, um, those relationships are hard and friendship relationships are really hard. Um, I think friendship for me, relationships are the most difficult. Um, well, family's pretty hard, (laughs) but friendship for me is the hardest. Um, because my, like, well, with now with my husband, obviously that's my number one relationship. And then with my son and then my family. So my husband and my son are always going to come first relationship wise. And then if my family needs me, obviously, like I'm usually like the person that is there and I'm like, you know, I get stuff done. (laughs) I, I thrive in like, you know, when people need me, I guess I don't thrive. I just, I just kick it into gear. (laughs) And then my, my friendships are usually last, like they're, you know, last on the totem pole. Um, and that's not, it's not intentional. It wasn't always true. My friendships weren't always, you know, third in line. Um, but now that I have a family, you know, or my own family and I'm married, they're kind of just, you know, they're kind of pushed back. Excuse me. And, um, I think that, you know, you have to work at them. I, I have always made it a point to, to text, um, friends and just check in. Um, and to be honest, recently I've stopped that 
um, because I'm petty <laughs> and I felt like the only reason I talk to anybody is because I reach out to them. Now, that's not true in all cases and it's not true with all of my friendships, um, but a lot of the times <laughs> I feel like the only reason I hear from people is because I reach out to them. Um, so lately I've kind of just pulled back and I, I guess I was kind of, I guess it was kind of a test and I haven't really heard from anybody. So <laughs> that's tough. Um, actually multiple people, friends, <laughs> forgot my birthday this year. Um, which to be honest, that ended up being the least of my worries. Um, actually last week we ended up losing my mom's Pomeranian, um, she's been dealing with seizures for a while and it just got really bad. I, I, I'm assuming that she had a brain tumor that just grew. Um, and she just, she was very unwell and it was really sad. She took a very quick turn for the worst. Um, but yeah, so last week was just really, really wild. Um, so I just didn't really have time to even be bothered <laughs> that people forgot my birthday, but that's okay. Um, you know, it is what it is. So anyway, um, all that to say that friendship is really hard and you have to work at it. So, because, you know, like I said, Genesis 2, it's not good for a man. It is not good that the man should be alone. Um, and then actually in Samuel, it's, uh, first Samuel 18, one through four, I looked at this up. Um, this is a pretty, like if you Google like friendship in the Bible or, um, yeah, I guess like anything along those lines, a lot of, I kept seeing this scripture pop up. And like I said, like I vividly remember like reading about Jonathan and David's friendship and it kind of just always, it like that day when I was driving and praying, it kind of just like came to me and I was like, wow, you know what? Yeah. If friendship wasn't important, then like <laughs> Jonathan and David, like that story wouldn't have been there for us to read, you know? So I'm going to read you 1 Samuel 18, 1 through 4. Um, I feel like this is kind of just like an overall like summary, not an overall summary, but it's just a quick little glimpse into like what their friendship kind of, how their friendship was portrayed. Um, so it says, the soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David and Jonathan loved him as his own soul and Saul took him that day and would not let him return to his father's house. Then Jonathan made a covenant with David because he loved him as his own soul. And Jonathan stripped himself of the robe that was on him and gave it to David and his armor and even his sword and his bow and his belt. So I think that's just showing like that their souls like were totally, it literally says <laughs> their Jonathan was knit to the soul of David. So that was just like God putting them together. Um, this was a relation, a very important relationship in, in both of their lives. And Jonathan is showing, you know, you have to remember like Saul was the king, you know, Jonathan was the, was the son of the king was the, I guess, prince, you know, and he was wealthy and you know rich. And I mean, think about a Think about a prince. And he literally is taking his robe off and giving it to David. He gave the shirt off of his own back to David. And I think it just, it goes to show, um, how, how strong that that bond was between them. And when you're going through, um, 
the story of um Saul I'm sorry not Saul David and Jonathan you can see very clearly that they just they loved each other they truly loved each other and it says you know that they that Jonathan loved him as his own soul so Jonathan loved David like he he loved himself not in a conceited way but I mean he he loved him um and and I just I think that the Bible really shows a really um great portrayal of how amazing friendships could be no they're not easy but I think that they are important and I there was a point in my life where I was trying to convince myself otherwise <laughs> um so yeah I guess I don't know um all that to say that friendships are important um but they're not easy and we have to work at them just like all the other relationships in our lives um so I guess my main question for you mamas is how am I or how are we supposed to make friends as not only adults but as mamas <laughs> because um I need some advice <laughs> also another reason why this is like really weighing on me not weighing on me, but I'm just like, friendships are really on my mind. Um, I think it's because we are potentially going to be moving. I talked about this last episode. Um, things are progressing. <laughs> um, we don't have any answers yet. Nothing is set in stone, but it's looking good. So I, you know, I can't help but kind of imagine how things will be when we get there. And how am I going to make friends? <laughs> because I'm going to be in a brand new state, in a brand new city, in a brand new, you know, area, neighborhood, whatever. And um, one of the number one things that I'm praying for in regards to this move is community. Because um, all of my family is going to be in California still. And all of my friends, obviously. I'm going to know um, our bro my brother-in-law lives in in Texas and I have a friend who lives in Texas however they're both hours away so I'm really praying for community and with community you know comes friendship so I really 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 need your advice because I'm going to need to make friends very quickly um hopefully <laughs> I'm praying for it oh <laughs> we'll see how that goes well, mamas, if you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe, leave me a review, and rate this podcast on whatever platform you are listening on, and you can always find me on Instagram at Blessed Mama Podcast. I hope you have a very blessed day. Bye, mamas.